0: This week on The Clubhouse, Anthony and I are joined by the most requested guest in Clubhouse podcast history, the fantastically funny Rhea Butcher. Thank you to all of you who hammered us with tweets to book them on our show. For more amazing guest suggestions, please tweet us at ClubhousePod or at AlbinoKid for Anthony and at rounding for me. We may have laughed more on this episode than all of our previous 89 combined. On to the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day for baseball. I'm Manish Jain, and sitting next to me, as always, is Mr. Anthony Rapp. Yes. Our guest today is a stand-up comic, the host of a baseball podcast you should all be listening to, called Three Swings. You've seen them on Conan, At Midnight, Adam Ruins Everything, and a ton more. But today... Of course, their only credit that matters is that they are a fan of the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> joining <laughs> us in the clubhouse
1: today, what a walk-up song your voice just was. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to Speed, be here. What would
2: your walk-up song be?
1: Uh, I've, I have so many. I just tweeted about that the other day that I was like, oh, I want it to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. The whole thing. So, the whole, but just, everyone yeah. has to listen to the whole thing. Before you take and a swing. they all have to know that I'm very queer. Yeah. And they have to think <laughs> about the queer implications <laughs> of that song. Yes, The entire stadium has yes, to think yes. about it. But other, other walk-up songs that I've used are... Um, Heaven is a Place on Earth when I threw out a first pitch sure. on LGBT night at uh, Athletics in Oakland. Yes. <laughs> yes. Their, athlete, their, uh, their night. Another one is Eternal Flame I think would be an, a tremendous sure. walk-up song. And also the un- N- MTV Unplugged version of Neil Young's You Are Like a Hurricane. <laughs> 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 or Like a Hurricane. Yes. My dad's going to kill me that I got that title wrong.
0: Oh, I <laughs> like, like that. That but is... With the
1: like, or- crazy organ at the beginning. Sure,
0: sure. You are one of the few guests that has a stable of yes. song. Everyone oh, else yeah, has yeah, to yeah. sit you should, there no, you for about 20 minutes and You've think. Thought about it. Yeah. And I love the fact that you can. You actually. You got five. <laughs> yeah. of them at the ready. I mean,
1: I love a dirge. I love <laughs> a Queen.
3: <laughs> but uh, but, I, oh, go ahead. No, Ed, no you can. No, please. No, I
1: was gonna say, I've been playing baseball in this like sort of league that has just created itself for like five years, and so we kind of sometimes have walk-up songs. Okay. Yeah. The best thing in a- the world. Actively, like boom like, boxes, or yeah, yeah. I mean, a dude. We practiced on Sunday, and this one dude brought like amp as a speaker yes, like yes. a g- tiny guitar amp, and i was like holy shit we're for real because yeah. uh, my friend <laughs> usually just puts her phone on a on a megaphone that she got as yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Free, yes. like, free giveaway or whatever um so yeah
2: so you had some fidelity
1: some fidelity for sure yeah absolutely
2: right off the bat i must ask yeah. um you are declared <laughs> as a cleveland indians fan yes and you are wearing She's wearing a Dodgers Dodgers hat.
1: Well, number one, we all know that baseball allows for multiple fandom because of the leagues, the two part, the binary league system. Yes. (laughs) Now, anyone that engages in having two, you know, an American League and a National League team does so under the premise that they could potentially get their heart broken. So I think that it's like one of those agreements that you get into knowing that you're getting yourself in trouble.
0: Well, so here's my question. Having that
1: in your mind going into it is I find just as valid a a, of a fandom as having one team that you truly love with your entire life. Because you're actually like falling in love with two teams that might fight each other.
2: Yeah. Okay. Which
1: happened to me in nineteen (laughs)
3: ninety-five. Yeah.
1: But I'm not so as much of a declared Cleveland fan anymore because of the complications and issues surrounding their team moniker and also the logo. Oh my goodness.
0: I am so happy that we have you on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm like a very
1: outspoken. I don't know. I'm not an advocate of anything other than like they need to change the name also. Well, let's get,
3: let's
0: let's start at the beginning. Let's pump the brakes. Let's let's start (laughs) way at the beginning. Sure. You are originally not from los angeles you're from ohio I'm yeah, i am from okay, ohio so, yep. mm-hmm. so that is where your indians fandom correct began yeah so at what point did that start where, where did your baseball fandom begin
1: sure so i'm from akron ohio yep. which is also the hometown of uh, my man lebron james i used to see him driving to school in the mornings when i was also driving to school so just throwing that out there
2: How was he yet tall like super tall then i
1: mean i only saw him in the car (laughs) i never saw him like play or anything because we lived in kind of the same neighborhood but it was bisected by a freeway and uh some you know like many neighborhoods in uh the united states is still segregated without being segregated yes um and so it's like we were just flopped on two sides of this one neighborhood and so then i he went to the opposite high school of me and yeah. i wasn't participating in sports because i was very punk rock at that point i was like oh yeah moved on to skateboarding and stuff. sure so but yeah in terms of baseball i grew up uh like my mom and dad separated my mom moved back in with her parents and so i grew up with um these two elderly people in my house who were essentially i love them dearly they are elderly and i love elderly people <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's like an ableist phrase these days so feel free to yell at me for using that <laughs> but i love older people yeah i love hanging out with them and at the time they were essentially retired, but retirement to them didn't mean, like, traveling or getting new hobbies or anything like that. Retiring just meant getting cable for, like, the <laughs> first time. And so they would just—the uh, Atlanta games would be on all the time. Oh, yeah. They just yeah. on.
0: TNT. They had
1: the TBS, TBS Superstation. Yeah. Superstation, yeah. And uh, so I grew up watching that team, and I can remember watching it from as, lo- you know, as early as I can remember anything.
2: Was that during their dynasty? It was before. Okay. It,
1: it proceeded—so I was four— ish when i started like 3 4 years old i don't know i was probably always watching baseball but yeah. that's when i remember so that would be 1985 okay. 1986 yeah so um, yeah okay yeah like i remember you know sid bream come around third to slide you know just like lumbering whatever but um when i was a kid i think what really drew me in initially was the fact that like the box score would be on the screen and it would say runs hits errors and that's almost my name <laughs> 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 so like every time i watch a baseball game baseball was like Korea. hello. <laughs> it was very like, you know, just like drew me in. And then I would, you know, I just started watching it and like loving it. And I used to like set up pillows in the living room and like, run the bases and stuff. I mean, I just like loved it. I and, loved it.
2: And it was, you, they were they watching it with you? Were they yes. engaging with you? About well,
1: it? the word engaging is not something that my family necessarily practiced too much. Generally, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you, you were in a room together participating in. In watching a baseball game. Yeah. And the occasional, you know, there was not a ton of oh, like, guy. this is what's happening, this yeah. is the strategy. We just would watch it together and occasionally, you know, somebody would say something like, I knew it, or like, <laughs> ah, you know, just some reaction or whatever. Like, I always knew that John Smoltz was pitching if my grandmother was not watching the game and in the kitchen watching the dishes. And I would come in because and be he- like, I can't, Smoltz is pitching. I just can't. <laughs> he would stress her out too much. Was
0: it, wait, so this wasn't any type of, 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 uh, uh, jinxing type of thing. This was no, just you? okay. She
1: didn't like the fact that he he was like willing to get down an account to like pull himself back. She just couldn't deal with the <laughs> no, stress <I> love- <laughs> of, of his strategy as a pitcher. She was just like, I can't, I cannot watch Smoltz Smoltz is pitching. So every time, that's
0: funny. So I guess <laughs> yeah. then you you your fandom began as a Braves fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it went from the Braves, and then at what point did it uh, kind of change to the Indians?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I adopted cleveland as a team because it was all around and the older i was getting the more i was getting into baseball and understanding it and the fandom is just like growing and you're right. starting to understand it more um and i remember having like a, you know how they used to give away those like eight by tens that were like the group team photo <laughs> or whatever there's like your 1988 cleveland <laughs> yeah. um, and i just had one of those when i was like six because, like, Cleveland stuff was everywhere. It's not like it is now where you would go to a store and you see every team's ev- merchandise. Like, yeah. in the 80s, there was, like, you had your home team and that was, like, it. Yeah. And then whatever team won the previous World Series, right? if you maybe wanted to get that. But well, we weren't, was like, no as access. inundated with right. all of this. The
0: well, merchandising
1: just wasn't at the the pitch that it is now. Yeah? Well, like said, without, aside from
0: TBS and WGN, you right. really didn't have any access to any other yeah, teams no on a regular ESPN. basis, right, to watch. So
1: And even when there was, like, they weren't there was one ESPN, right. so, yes. so like there was what? Uh, what do they have? Snooker? Monday night baseball, and I was Did like, yeah, snooker, yeah, snooker <laughs> and rounders and cricket and all that. But for the yeah, for the most
0: part back then, you'd see the I Dodgers mean, or the Yankees or the Red Sox or whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't the big teams, yeah, you, you would see, never see small. You couldn't
1: tune into a Twins White Sox game if you lived in Akron, Ohio. Sure, <laughs> not not then. So because I mean, I remember getting my first Cleveland shirt from Toys R Us. Like that's where I got that free, you know, yeah. like how weird is that? Yeah, but uh, then I got free tickets for. Doing like some readathon thing at school, and that was the first baseball game that I went and to.
0: And that's uh, was that Jacobs Field? No, was
1: that was at Municipal Stadium, my that's friend.
0: M- oh wow!
2: Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> where the old ten uh, cent beer night happened. <laughs> so
0: there was a
2: Municipal Stadium, and then Jacobs Field, and Correct. now the new. Well, it's called uh, Jacobs Field. No, they, change, they changed okay. the name. Okay. Yeah, the, the So they field had Municipal the same, Stadium,
1: but... and that was from the '60s, and the Browns yeah. and Cleveland shared that. So was there it was one of those always, round
2: old. It, yeah, it was, was. It, turf? it, it
1: had uh, no. It was not turf, but the grass was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Be, there was like definitely um, animosity in between Cleveland baseball fans and Browns fans. A lot of overlap, but if you were a baseball fan truly deeply first, you really had a chip on your shoulder against the Browns because the Browns would come in at late late in the season and tear up the uh. you know the infield and the outfield, and so you'd be like, those they don't even win, you know. Yeah. I mean, neither do we, but we were here first or whatever. And like sure. my family just hated the browns like they hated football period so I was like a pure baseball person and that stadium is also like very well known for having seats behind poles like not just like there's a pole like literally a pole like would be in between (laughs) your legs sitting at the in the seat and they would actually sell that to people
0: oh good old obstructive view i love those seats and how often
2: were you going to games there like that
1: was it i went one time
0: oh
2: yeah i went one
1: time because i got free tickets oh, my for, just, from your
0: readathon.
2: a yeah yeah i see
1: literally it yeah. like i just didn't so that's not
0: something your family did your family no. did not like going no. out to the ballpark nope. and they did they sat on tv and watched yep. it there
1: very tv oriented yes. family. Yes. but you know what though i find I think that i just didn't know how to do it and that was scary to them and yeah. so okay. to admit like i don't know how to get tickets to this like i'm i don't want to drive up to cleveland that's you know whatever like for whatever that'll yeah. cause gas or something it's like very but you know, i'll tell
0: you that when i talk to people even today the idea of exclusively watching baseball on TV Mm -hmm. and not having that in-game experience is a very unique thing because so many people call baseball's boring, baseball's boring, baseball's boring. And it's not until they go to a live game where they see, oh my goodness, it is so much more engaging and exciting. Totally. So for your family to have, pretty much exclusively watched it on right. television and really not had the ambition even to go mm-hmm. is kind of a testament to how much they loved the game for to sure. Begin with.
1: Absolutely. I could not agree with you more, my friend, <laughs> 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 but I mean, we also like listen to games too. I feel oh, like numbers. that's also, and that, that to me is if I have to have a hierarchy of like pure fandom of a thing, like listening to a baseball game is, well, it's do you remember not, who was your radio guys? Ultimate, well, uh, when you were coming T- out, Tom Hamilton is like the, like He's now though.
0: Was he there? Yeah. when you were a kid,
1: when I was a kid, I literally don't remember who I listened to. Sure, yeah. I. But also, I remember like not watching the television broadcast and just listening to the television. Well, broadcast. I had Ernie
0: Harwell yeah. for, for the Tigers, obviously, and Ernie is just a legend. I mean, right. he is is kind of one in one a with with Vin as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vin is probably the sure. best in in the history of the game. But Ernie was right there. Right, and I would remember. I did do that. Bringing in a radio to class to, you know, and having like one little earphone <laughs> yeah. like in my ear.
1: Oh man, when they used to have day games more often than just Sunday. I
0: know. It's so depressing. <laughs> I want all day games. I'm I know. taking the red eye tonight to, well, I mean, sorry, I was going to time stamp this, but I'm taking the red eye tonight <laughs> for uh, uh, opening day tomorrow. Oh man. And because uh, Detroit's got an opening day tomorrow yeah. at 1 o'clock p.m. In April, Detroit does exclusively day games because it's just freezing and it, right, there's no point yeah. in playing a game at 7 o'clock at night. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
0: and it's heaven. Like it's yeah. just, I wish every game was a day game I know Although, to be fair, all of us here have weird jobs that we would allow absolutely. us to go to I one o'clock. I would totally game.
1: be able to go to so many baseball games. <laughs> exactly. <Most people's... laughs> but then I would be like, I need a, like, a huge hat. <laughs> so I accidentally Consistent went to a burning, day you know, out here and I was like, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah.
0: Going to a game with this yeah. albino kid over here is absolutely hysterical. A couple years back, we did opening day in Detroit. It was 25 degrees. And yeah. with my nice skin, I've never sure. really had to think about sunburn in any way shape or form so my brain is always connected the heat to sunburn yeah. so it's 25 degrees and this dude is wrapped within an inch of his life and he keeps telling me hey make sure if my nose touches the sun <laughs> you gotta let me know if the, my yeah. nose I was like, it's you 20- don't want to lose the end of your nose <laughs> no, bro. It's, it's 25 it. degrees but sure enough you can get sunburned in 25 i had no degrees, idea you yeah. get sunburned in 25 degree weather i mean go to denver yeah. I totally can
1: get sunburned <laughs> <laughs> in 25 degrees. All right, so when did you uh, – well, I guess – when did you move out to L.A.? Uh, I moved – well, it'll be six years this September. Oh. So almost six years ago. And I moved from Chicago. So oh. I had like a – like I lived in Akron, then I – Lived in South Bend for a year because I went to grad school there. Okay. I went to grad school at the University of Notre Dame for a year, and then I dropped out. Wow. (laughs) Because it was like a little intense to be really gay in uh, South Bend, Indiana, despite the fact that the education was, you know, free and, quote, very good. Um, Yes. It was, because this was 2006. Oh. So... Yeah. It's very easy to forget what things were like then. Yes. But, uh, you know, I've spent some time forgiving myself for that.
2: <laughs> and when you were in Chicago, I have yeah. to ask, I'm a, you may or may not know I'm a really diehard Cubs fan. I do know that about you. Were you at all, and did you go to any games at Wrigley? Or I did. Or, I went to know. games
1: at Wrigley and I went to New Comiskey because I yeah. was, um, so after 1997, which I didn't realize this until I watched the uh, amazing 30 for 30 Believeland. Have you guys seen that? No, I I want oh, to, you though. should totally watch it. I mean, it was like such a tremendous—the timing of that thing. I actually became friends of the director with the director Andy Billman that made it. He like essentially, I feel like, opened a portal for Cleveland to be able to win. Like, <laughs> wow. honestly, it was just like a spiritual sort of vibing of like, please, just let <laughs> something happen. And then you know, like LeBron winning was like r- almost sure. immediately after that. Um, but that that documentary reminded me that I essentially like blacked out the 1997 World Series. Yeah. Mm. Because, I was, you know, there's like clips of it and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Because I was like 15 in high school, like starting to get into skateboarding, moving away from like you know, organized sports or whatever. And I, then I didn't get back into sports until LeBron was drafted in 20, 2003 and then all that Was that probably because of you
2: having known him that yeah, you were drawn back? I yeah, mean, I was
1: just back? like yeah. super stoked and like yeah. it just felt really cool and well, he was I mean, really the, good yeah, and like The hype around like, yeah. that dude yeah, was insane I mean, it, yeah, No, but it, I
2: meant but like from a personal standpoint Absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean
1: I, I yeah, of course and uh, so then I started watching him and then that experience of like them getting so him get, getting them so close and losing over and yeah. over again that I was just like I don't care and i had like (laughs) but i was like oh i do like going to baseball games and in chicago you get like if you have a office job or whatever there's always tickets like popping up you know bleacher seats or whatever and so i went to a couple like brewers cubs games and sat in the bleachers and was like this is very cool but i'm also very annoyed by all these people talking about their bachelor and bachelorette parties is literally anyone watching the game i mean this is also 2006 or 2007 so i know it's a lot different now
0: but yeah. No, that's that a very accurate complaint about Wrigley back before yeah. 2015, 16. Yeah. It was not fun to watch like game a game there. It was a party. It was a social experience. People <laughs> went there for selfies pretty much exclusively. And like, not
1: a party that I necessarily wanted to be at. I'm like, with like, you. I'll go to a party that's a couple blocks from here. Because I feel go a little more welcome to that. But. <laughs> before
0: 2015, and by the way, I knew I was going to be best friends with you as soon as you said New Comiskey, because that's pretty much all I referred to it as well. I, I, keep, I can't keep up with how many names well, it was, these US guys have. was
1: Cellular, and what is it now? Now it's
0: guaranteed right the g-spot baby it is With the big red With the big red arrow
2: it's a giant red arrow i think it's an insurance company no it's mortgage it's a mortgage. like mortgage
1: holy lender shit. like getting you the best <laughs> so it's like basically a payday loan yeah, <laughs> yeah. like wh- whose stadium is like the marlins are going to be owned by like oh check into cash stadium like yeah. holy shit.
0: well i
2: mean i just remember I mean,
1: wrigley is a company right so it's not like this yeah. doesn't have a precedent but yeah Although I mean it's
0: not anymore. I mean it's an old name, but
3: yes. Yeah. Well, and of right. course
1: yeah. yes. the mean, it's easy joke to use there, here,
0: yeah, is what's the name of the Cleveland quote-unquote Indians ballpark? I know. Progressive, Progressive field. Progressive field. Look, one it's a, one, a car one. insurance
1: company. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, side note: Did you know that Progressive Insurance is the owner of the largest uh, modern art collection in northeastern Ohio? I have seen Andy Warhol's <laughs> in their office wow. building. My wow. art school, because I went to art school in Akron, Ohio, which sounds ridiculous and it was, <laughs> um, but that was a trip that we all went on. Because like, they have like college wow. classes, you know, in high schools and stuff come look at there, and there were people like eating sandwiches next to an Andy Warhol of like the <laughs> Chairman Mao piece. Wow, oh my goodness, and I was just, like this is. Strange. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Yes. Well, I
0: guess, I mean, we're going to have to get into it at a certain point. So why don't we get into it now? Let's do it. So uh,
2: listeners of this. Ob- well, you know. <laughs> listeners I don't ob- know. With no, the, with, don't the, know. with the team the Cleveland Indians. Oh, I'm sorry. That. Yes. <laughs> so
1: I thought you meant communism. So well, I'm I'm just confused.
0: that could have been a lot of things. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> listeners of this show know that it has been a, a bugaboo, you know, that I've oh, had, yeah. and you know, it's it's. So as a a uh, I was born in Michigan. I'm uh-huh. born and raised in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Sadly, my skin color is a little bit darker than everybody else's. <laughs> right, so yeah. I'm going first... to Grand
1: Rapids soon, by the oh, way. Oh, nice. Grand yeah. Rapids
0: has actually become a really fun cool. little town since awesome. I moved away. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's, Kalamazoo is a small little white town and whatnot. And I was the only brown kid in pretty mm-hmm. much every room I walked into. And I would get a lot of what kind of Indian are you, Dot or Feather. I would get a lot of just, you know, just a lot of that. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, my, my uh, first memories of my sister coming home from school. I was in kindergarten. She was in first grade. She was crying. I said, what happened? She didn't tell me. My parents said, oh, the kids basically surrounded her doing the oh Native American war dance nonsense. And you know, that was kind of the, my first memory of like, oh man, I'm really different than everybody else. Yeah. This is awesome. And as I've gotten older and I've seen the Indians and more importantly Chief Wahoo, mm-hmm. which, thank God, they are now taking that out of rotation and they will not have that. You know, it's a good baby step. Yeah. But it's just... It Although, is, did you know
2: that if lo- locals, there's a local shop that will still sell some logo they're going merchandise. They're it
1: in the stadium and there is actually, I'm not coming down either they have to actually keep the trademark yeah. and they have to maintain yeah. selling it because if you you can't just park a trademark on something you have to have a trademark for a reason and so a trademark is typically to trade something and so they have to actually and i haven't fully looked into the law but i'm totally willing to do it <laughs> i have a lawyer dad in law that can read it for me but if you if they gave up the trademark then that means anybody 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 could buy it right so i'm okay with them doing that everywhere all the time and it could be used for even more nefarious purposes than it already is i'm fine with them having to do that it's like that that like you know double-edged sword of american law (laughs) where you're like oh that's oh oh uh this seems bad and also good (laughs) um that's america in a nutshell (laughs) but it's also a
0: matter of how much are they going to sell it versus just having right. it as a small thing on one you know little sure. shirt here? Versus so I was at and also uh, not on the official uniform anymore at
2: all. Right, right but, which right. is a big deal. Yeah. And, I and it's not going to be and that's of this in year.
1: Stadium? No, next year. So
0: next year, this year yeah. they can still
2: have this the logo on their caps,
1: it, and I guarantee you they will wear the f out of and it, and they will yeah.
0: sell so they will sell so many, many jerseys and shirts
1: have oh yeah no it's gonna be everywhere when that announcement came out i went on the mlb shop and like everything was sold out yeah no it it is on everything too because like they said it was going to be a secondary logo they're going to push it back and they did for 2014 then 2015 2016 it came like raging back and then i mean i can't in Mm. some ways i can't fault people for wanting to buy it during 2016 because they wore it on field every game yeah and so while i i know that it's it's insidious and inherently bad. I also am like, well, the people buying it wanted to buy it because these guys were wearing it, yeah. which proves the point that they have to stop wearing it. Yeah. Because, well, I want to like, make you want to wear it to yeah. look like these guys that you love that are like yeah. trying to win this game for you. I want to make
0: something absolutely one hundred percent clear. In no way, shape, or form am I accusing anybody who has bought that logo or worn that logo of being a bigot or a racist. I do not think that is... that is Because that is one thing that people get very defensive about that. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend of mine who uh, he was about to buy a new... Uh, he likes buying a hat from all 30 teams. So he's about to buy an Indians hat and he was going to buy the Chief Wahoo one. And I kind of made a silly little joke about why he would do that. And he's a white guy. He's like, I never even thought about that. I never even considered that. And we had this long, nice conversation. He's like, I don't want you to think that I'm a bigot. I'm just kind of a big fan of Major League, the movie. Right. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I yeah. that's, know that when you wear that, this is kind of what you are putting out there. But I totally also know dude. you and I've known you for years and I know that you're not a, a bad person or a cold hearted person, but also be aware right. that it is yes. something that it, it in this in that progressive field. Now they've got bobbleheads that they sell, not just of the red faced cheap Wahoo, but the a yellow. One. Face. Yes. Yes. And that is like, bad. I mean, that's like a propaganda. Like <laughs> I, It is horrifying.
1: But, but- back to what you were saying though because I think it's really interesting given the co- the way the conversation started which was your experience as the only one yeah. you know um in an area surrounded by predominantly white people yeah and that they were treating you in a very bad way that you could describe as bigoted their children who don't potentially understand the implications of the things that they're doing that is behavior that is like trickle down bigotry because they're getting it from a lot of messages i mean i was just thinking about watching peter pan as a child coming here like as a child me watching that does that make make me as a child being a cleveland fan wearing a Chief wahoo shirt watching that thing and then mocking that does that make me a child that was six a racist No, but it makes me a product of a racist society and like a white supremacist mechanism. And your friend buying that legitimately didn't understand the implications of who he is wearing that, that you or me as a queer person might see that and go like, oh, that's a choice that someone is making in 2018. And I'm going to give that person a wide berth. Are you saying they're a bigot? Not necessarily, but you're saying they could be. Yeah. And I'm concerned about that. And exactly. Is that prejudice? I guess. But not when you're a person that's like experienced hate or violence your entire life for who you are. And it just happens to line up with what that person really? looks like. And I can give you an example. When I did it, I was wearing a West Virginia shirt just around and people were looking at me like, "What? who is this person? And then I realized like, oh, this implies something to some people. And that's not my problem, It's or it is my problem, it's not their problem. Exactly. I have to wear this and understand that as a white person wearing a West Virginia shirt with a particular look to them, that might make uh, other white people, other queer people, other people of color, or, you know, whatever, any any person, that might make them think, oh, I should watch out for that person. That's and interesting. do I get to be mad about that? I don't think so. I just have to go... My intentions are true, but also maybe I'm not going to wear this shirt around all the time. Like, I'll wear it on stage because I can control what it means. You know, like, I just make different choices. It doesn't mean that I get to be angry that everybody thinks people from West Virginia are bigots. It means I get to work to change that perspective. Or that that belief system, you know, I yeah, get to work against that. You can be responsible for it. Yeah, you can
0: be responsible for it.
2: and
1: it's on me, yeah. not on them.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely beautifully said. I think ultimately it is up to, and I'm happy to say, my buddy ended up getting the block C. He ended up not getting yeah. the Chief Wahoo because he block is end- cool anyway. It's cool.
2: I mean,
1: <laughs> it, it's it has a, a longer history with the team than the Chief Wahoo logo has. I mean, I understand the major league thing. Right. I understand the completism of the thing also. Exactly. But it's and like it's... I don't know that you should wear it. You could have it at your house to be like, oh, remember this thing, but like. It's kind of like, but at the
0: end of the day, <laughs> it's always this—it's tradition, it's tradition, it's tradition. That's uh-huh. that's the the argument that you, you know what get. else is tradition. Lots
1: of other <laughs> that's things. That's kind of my point. There's,
0: there's <laughs> a tradition of
2: little girls getting burned up in a sh- the 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 fire at the factory. That was tradition well, too, see, right? In Atlanta, Absolutely.
0: I mean, you were a, I mean, a Braves fan as yeah, well dude. as a kid. Oh my goodness! The last time I went to I went. I mean, I haven't sadly. I'll probably do it this season, but I have not been to the new ballpark yet. And I'm sure they brought it over. We've but, each been at, to all thirty ballparks. By oh, way. congratulations! At, at, yeah, I'm very no. Well, now not. 29 each. Now. And I'm going go to go to the Atlanta Braves. The new Braves. We got to go check off the new Atlanta park this year. But at Turner Field, it is, I hadn't been there in a long time and I had forgotten.
3: Uh They do the
1: chop not after I, in my head I was all like oh, after like time home runs all the no time. it's like after every dude, other I play. went to a Dodgers <laughs> Atlanta game and this dude was doing it so aggressively <laughs> and then he had his little child and he was like taking her arm oh. and doing this and he was not a white person and I was just like this yeah. is so complicated and complex But there this was, was just, a lot going there, on and
0: Oops. so I do 100% understand the fun silly hey it's the song it's the motion we're all getting into <laughs> it True. and it's
1: like <laughs> can I Ugh. can I point out one thing that I actually didn't think about until I was watching the Florida State uh, Xavier game sure uh, I was watching the NCAA game which by the way Xavier was robbed and I can't believe I'm standing <laughs> for like a Catholic University but they were definitely robbed but <laughs> they do the a tomahawk chop also and they panned to the crowd and it was all white people and I I tweeted wow it sure is a hell of a thing to watch a, a bunch of white people doing a tomahawk chop didn't mention the team didn't mention the Mascot, just just the fact that seeing white people doing that is a hell of a thing. People really got upset about that. Obviously, white people don't like to feel as though they do have a race. (laughs) When you point that out, they're like, "Oh, like I'm I'm just a neutral thing." (laughs) But it's also baseline. Those things, uh, the tomahawk chop, and then what you were talking about earlier, doing this sort of like Peter Pan, like miming this thing that probably never really existed, um, is is at best um uh gloating. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like we took this place and now we're mocking the people that we took it from for a sports game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For like when we win a sports game well, and also and, it's, like,
0: it's the only thing that we know about this culture is this quote unquote savage Aggressive, Like, that's how we see an entire group of people. We don't ever talk about any other aspect of Native American culture except for the warrior spirit. And it's just like this is – there is so much more to them
1: than that. And people will get so mad about, you know, the Seminoles and, like, that's its whole own thing. Like, the last time that the Seminole people said they were okay with it was 2005. So I feel like it's a conversation that can continually happen. But in terms of uh, Cleveland, like, if that team was actually honoring Indigenous or Native people – Um, you'd see one every now and then yeah yep what, I mean, yeah. you've got and you got Is, the do gentleman. Do they have any phila- philanthropic I'm, stuff going on? Or I'm they blanking like, on
0: the gentleman's name who sits in left field right now, but but the guy. Oh, John
1: Adams. There you go, John what Adams. What a perfect. There
0: name you go. For that's a what it was. Sits in the. Because I was like, was it John Smith? <laughs> it was something really like specific. Yeah, John, John Adams. Adams. And since whatever <laughs> 1973, <laughs> he sits up oh, there. Oh, you mean
1: George Washington? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: And and I've had friends of mine who've met him and and spoken I mean, to him. I have and, a
1: picture of me with him. Yeah, and he's a sweet at guy. At the 2016 World Series because I went and he has a Wahoo hat on and. I've i'm excited out of my mind wait, exactly went back wait. into my childhood but i'm just like oh uh, shit wait,
2: we gotta go, okay. go ahead so which game ahead. games were you one and two wow
1: one was a one was
2: good game for you guys. Truly yeah. transcendent yeah. experience yeah.
1: as like a sports fan, I think in general, yeah. but specifically as a Cleveland fan because yeah. the Cavs were getting their ring in left field yeah. at the queue yeah. while that the World Series was starting. Yeah. And so like just the feeling in Cleveland was like I've never seen anybody in northeastern Ohio that happy ever yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. People were just actually happy. I will yeah. say which that was nice. As
0: a lifelong <laughs> Detroit boy, I've been you know I'm supposed to hate every single thing about Cleveland. Of course and I uh, mean as a Cleveland
1: person I'm also supposed to hate every single thing about Cleveland
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but that night was knowing I've spent some more time in Cleveland the last couple of years and it's there's so much more similar to Cleveland, Detroit than there are differences. We've both gone through our struggles. We both, absolutely. we're both starting to slowly come back. Post-industrial
1: and exactly. yeah. landscape. And for so sure. that,
0: that was a night that, and I, I worked with LeBron years ago. I used but, to work for ESPN. So I worked with him okay. when he was a rookie Give and a sophomore. Give me his phone number, please. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you some stories about him off Great. the air. Uh, but, uh, I I was very, very excited for the city of Cleveland that night. I mean, I was pulling for the Cubs that series because of of this guy over here. He would be insufferable if they lost. Uh, But uh, that was... Part of me felt a little bit sad for you guys during that series because that was... The Cubs, like the Cleveland, didn't exist in that series. I don't know if you saw oh, this you or not. Oh, you mean
1: in terms of the narrative? Yes, yes. I don't know I if you saw this you. or not,
0: but they, the I New Yorker, did. put out a cover of what would have what, the yeah, cover yeah. they would have had and had the, have Cubs lost, the Cubs lost, and and it would have been about the Cubs. Right. The, the cover oh, of the New Yorker man. was going to be about the
3: Cubs <laughs> about how the
1: Cubs failed, which is really yeah. interesting. <laughs> and I also like I was, I mean, I was very dedicated to that entire postseason. I watched a lot of the postseason, yeah. and so I was watching on MLB Network, and they. Um, obviously, the World Series being back at Wrigley for the first time, and you know, however many years it was, is like a huge deal. Yeah, but Cleveland had was, like a yeah. shit ton of momentum and yeah. really came in there and was like, "You're not just gonna get this and right. walk away." Yeah. And I remember they were interviewing Jason Kipnis, who grew up a Cubs fan. Yeah. And he hit. He's like the first guy to hit a home run in the World Series in Wrigley Field since Babe Ruth. <laughs> like, how is that a thing? Like, yeah. what a, what a, what a. Era of baseball that we get to witness. Like, yeah. we're actually witnessing Babe Eras Ruth of baseball right now yeah. because, like, all those, we've been here long enough doing it. And, but they jinxed him so hard in that interview <laughs> that I was just going like this is actually unfair because they were like so so Jason how do you feel? I, you guys are gonna win it right you feel like you're gonna win it. You're gonna, oh win, my it. You're God. gonna win it. Right? I mean and he was just going like oh. I mean we're feeling good. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, everybody wants the Cubs to win. And I felt this like conflict <laughs> because I'm so openly like I, I was so angry and like Dapple was happening at the same time and it was like this is such a bad Thing that Cleveland is in the World Series. But then at the same time, I'm like, it felt like this group of the country that the whole country was shitting on simply because of this thing, which is like the whole Trumpian conversation of like, how do we talk to each other? And it was like, what a microcosm of this entire political... Well, just Situation that happening that one in.
0: week before the election was, mm. it will forever be, like, having that tied to that is, will forever be something that I am just quietly fascinated about, just to kind of see. <laughs> that's the,
1: that's the one thing that I'm like, uh-huh, well, <laughs> sure.
0: Well,
2: you like, guys got, feel
1: good. I, good well, luck feeling good. We,
2: yeah, we had our, the, we, we, we had sucked a up all the good karma in the universe, <laughs> right? right? <laughs>
1: I mean you know what bothers me and people are going to be angry because everybody's angry whenever you mention this person's name but Hillary Clinton was actually a Cubs fan and she was like stoked when they like genuinely stoked when they won Donald Trump couldn't give a shit about baseball he didn't care at all and like there was a photo that came out of her going like she was like in between campaign events and somebody shoved an iPad in her face like the Cubs won. And like nobody cares about that because know. everybody hates her know. <laughs> for a, a myriad reasons. I know. You know, anyway.
2: So game two was Eight, it yeah. was my birthday. Oh, my God. And I was here in L.A. because I had a concert that night. And we gathered, Manish and a couple friends, we gathered at a local like my, my concert was like off of Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, yeah. So we like we're at a Hollywood Boulevard sports bar. Yeah.
1: Was <laughs> it a Cubs bar or was it just a sports it was it was a it was a Cleveland, a Cleveland bar, I think I know which one you're talking about because I almost went there the It's on Hollywood Boulevard. Yes, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah,
2: but they were, but it was like it was just they were really surreal sure, yeah. in all those yeah. ways to like be in LA watching a Cubs game on my birthday World Series. <laughs> but it was the, but it was a really game two was good course, for us. Yeah, so Jake, Jake was, great was pitching great. And, I almost
1: caught a foul you know. ball in that game. I took my glove to the first game and then I felt like oh you're an adult don't do this. And then if I would have taken a glove, I would have a World Series baseball to show you guys right now. I have a the guy that caught it and it was right there. It bounced off my finger. Why didn't you? You can't let people I shame you.
0: Listen, one I of my know, buddies. Luke, that's
1: a story of my life. One of my buddies
0: is the infamous, I'm sure you have opinions on him, the the uh, Zach Hample, the ball hawk who caught A-Rod's 3,000 and has caught over 10,000 baseballs. Oh. He, that's that's I have known that dude for a long time. He's been on this podcast. You guys can go back and listen to, to that episode. He's a very misunderstood young gentleman. <laughs>
1: like people He's, are mad because he does that? Yeah, oh yeah. Basically. Oh God. Okay. People
0: hate him because he catches baseballs. It's the silliest, stupidest thing. Do they on the realize
1: that they're baseball fans and that's what their favorite players do all the time? Thank you. <laughs> I don't understand what their problem is. But he has
0: taught me. Unless more their than anything. Pl- favorite
1: player is a DH. Right? <laughs>
0: But but he has taught I me, and he's because I've is I've been to over favorite player. Too? I guess <laughs> I mean, so. was pretty hey, You know, all uh, kinds
1: of people on the Edgar planet.
0: Martinez was playing people's favorite. <laughs> sure, sure, for yeah, for time. sure. But uh, I've been to over a thousand <laughs> baseball games in my life. I've never caught a baseball once. You I know, got so. one last season. Oh, uh, Dodger I,
1: Stadium, Loge level. Ooh. Perfect place to catch foul balls. Yeah, you got a foul ball. They come. Was right it one straight you. up or was it? Yeah, it, it went yeah. straight up. Yeah. I went to a Phillies Dodger game. It's actually the game when um, Turner Puig and Bellinger went back to back to back, in that no, one. And I remember and, that and, game like, actually. when everybody's like, "Wait a minute, what's happening?" Yeah, <laughs> and um, I, they were just coming back to us the whole game. I went with a Phillies friend, and he was like, "We're getting one," and I was like, "Oh yeah, we're getting one." And then crack, and it flew straight up, and he goes, "This is it." this is the one <laughs> like yeah. it was just yeah. right there and i went like thunk. and it bounced That's, out of my hands and it then bounced i out. fought, fought How a woman did it for bounce it out? because like i didn't have a glove and oh. it was my bare hands oh. if i had a glove do i would have you ever bring a glove to the game it. i do but then people look at you like i mean people already think i'm a child so then right. it's like more everyone assumes i'm like looking for my parents and stuff oh. not that i'm a 35 year old person they're always like are you lost and i'm like no i mean generally metaphorically yes yeah, of course sure, but yeah. not right now so then when I bring a glove I feel like people think I'm like well tell a little uh, or Ria what
0: our friend Monica does time uh, yeah, any, any,
2: wherever we're sitting when, our, when we go with our friend Monica who's a super Cardinals fan so yep. Cubs fan Cardinals fan yep. really Careful. good friends yep. no we, we're good we're good <laughs> great we've, we've seen Car- Cubs Cardinals games together as a matter of fact amazing yeah. um, but every time if we're sitting in the right field and the foul ball is heading toward the left field she goes it's yours you got this
0: <laughs> and, uh, you're, <laughs> you're not paying this. attention you just like <laughs> <Yeah>. stop for a 2nd talking absolutely. about every foul ball you got this <laughs> Uh, Sorry, right, let's now. Uh, well, before we yeah. transition into that, out into LA, I want to just, if you had your druthers, yep. what would Cleveland's new baseball team be named? Do I you have, have an idea? Top three. Let's go.
1: So, they used to be called the Blues. At one point in time, uh, they were also called like the Naps and the Infants. I don't think either of those names were. It's also Napahoy or whatever,
0: Lahoy, that, that racist yeah, of course. The gentleman. Infants the exactly.
2: is good. Yeah, the Infants I like the right. Infants. Right. <laughs> infants is Come what they on. had
1: right before they switched to uh, what they have now. And they they switched because of uh, Boston's team, which was where Atlanta was. I'm not, I'm practicing I don't say those two team monikers because it's like my thing. Somebody asked me on my podcast, like, how come you feel comf- not comfortable saying Cleveland, but you feel comfortable saying Atlanta? And I was like, hey, that's a great point. So I just called them Cleveland baseball team and Atlanta baseball team.
2: Okay. I like that. I'm I'm right say, I thought you were though. Bo- going well, the to say about they Boston, though. Boston, they were the Boston, but it's confusing yes. without it. yes. telling the you Boston that Boston. The B The Boston, B-word. B-word. Yes. Yes. Boston I got B The
1: Red Sox. Anyway, that's why they change to that because yes. boston was doing so well so they were like maybe we'll get some of this mojo right so oh, my first literally book,
0: that's the
2: reason that's the
1: reason that's the reason <laughs>
3: wow.
1: which is like a pretty yeah that makes sense superstition in baseball I mean, baby i the, love it all this like it was an honor like I my first episode actually kind of dives into it a little bit based off of this really great article going into it like the history of the logo and the name and all of it uh which was on like belt magazine, which Mm. is not, you know, cinching your pants. It's more so like rust belt of the... Okay, sure. Um, But then my... So blues or... Clevelanders—that's one that I came up with myself, which is That's more good. like along the lines with like Yankees.
0: I like the Clevelanders. I don't know just, why like, the Marlins have Cleveland. The Clevelander—I uh, don't know if you've been to the Clevelander in Marlins right. Park.
1: I have not been, but I do know of that team.
0: Oh, nice, nice topless dancing girls in, in left field. It's <laughs> oh, Miami. Perfect. Good for not you. It's <laughs> the most. Go. It's the most tacky. That's disgusting. It's unbelievable. That it's has un- zero un-
1: purpose in baseball. It's
0: topless dancing girls. It's girl. It's cigarette girls. The girls that walk around in the 1920s with the yeah, you know the box I, well, of yeah. cigar and cigarettes. Oh my god. It is like you're in. An 80s In Coke movie. Time machine. It's unbelievable. The only credit that I will give them. The first time I went there and I said, Well, this is abhorrent. Yeah. But then I noticed the placement of the topless dancing girls. It is directly across there's the uh, a plexiglass that's that separates the topless girls and the visitor's bullpen. And I've seen so oh.
1: many <laughs> oh my relievers God. There
0: getting distracted.
1: I and hate go- <laughs> that so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are other reasons to hate Marlins
1: Park too oh, I, It's a
2: goodness. terrible
0: ballpark There's it's, a it's, I, reasons. I generally don't like saying negative things about ballparks I try to find the good and the
3: positive oh, yeah, in all too. 30 me but too.
0: Marlins Park is
3: really bad yeah. They
0: do have a good food court area Yes yeah. the food like, is like delicious. really great like local You know, The taste of Miami you know, it's and like, it's, it's really really big fantastic big. Yeah. You can get a lot of little press Cuban but no the, the Clevelander down there oh. is and so that's that's part of your name so I never understood why they called it the Clevelander but, Well uh,
1: Clevelander has like a rich history of being like hotels and stuff like that Mm. being named that i have Um. i don't i have not done the research so i can't speak to it but there it's very much like just a name that's been around for a long time so it makes sense and to me like that would be perfect because then you're just like repping pure cleveland and the transition makes a lot of sense from that to that because people do really have a deep sense of identity with that team because they've been so bad for so long and there's a movie about them being bad and like it just all Rolls into itself, and like to me, that if you just take it down to the essence of Cleveland, because that is what Cleveland is, yes, I really like that. People would be fine with it in 10 years, it would take a lot of time, but people would be fine with it. And then my third one is independence, and it could either be with a C E or T E S, whichever one you want. Cleveland independence, almost the same word, yeah, so you would feel the same saying it, and then it would be this, you know, like. You know, very American sort of sure. a term. Do I really love the, I mean, no, but <laughs> I feel like it would be a great sort of middle of the road thing. Sure. You know, and Independence is very close to Cleveland. There's a town called Independence, Independence yeah. just down the road. Yeah. So yeah.
2: he likes uh, the, one of the all, other old names of the team was the Spiders with a Y. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why
0: the Spiders, I, so up until uh, the World Series, I exclusively called them the Cleveland Spiders. Right. Then it was just I was inundated with it, so I kept slipping. I kept you no, know, totally, I would put yeah. the name in there, but I love the Spiders. I think yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm in full support of calling them the Cleveland Spiders, and I
1: feel like you have a cool, crazy mascot. I mean, totally. It does have a little bit of like a Spencer's gift, sort of a like. Uh paint gun shop kind of a vibe to it potentially, <laughs> like a lot of red brown shades, cobwebs, <laughs> or
0: like, spider, like yeah, web web sure. logo, uh, yeah, problems. Get uh, eight hands, so four bats and four gloves. You're
1: just <laughs> kind of running <laughs> like, someone.
3: We but we nothing can be worse than the
2: variety of Diamondbacks uniforms. So they I could, mean,
1: yeah, of oh, course, poor Arizona. I know. I, have, I mean, like, have you really
2: examined the Diamondbacks uniforms the last couple years? Dude, I mean,
1: I have had rage fights at the screen over these uniforms <laughs> like the 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 like patterning the the sort of ombre that they have that like from the hat then on the shoulder down yeah. it's like the consistency of the ombre doesn't even make sense yes i hate those uniforms so much and their previous ones were even worse yeah. although
0: is it uh the diamondbacks oh. are bringing something back this year the
1: Oh.
3: Uh,
0: uh-oh, are you
1: and I going to fight here? <laughs> what are they, so, oh, oh, no. are they bringing back? Oh, no. So. The
0: greatest invention no, in the it's history the
1: worst. of baseball. Anthony, it's the worst. I don't Break know The, what it is. the
0: bullpen card. They are? Oh, come why? on. Why are it's they doing the that?
1: It's for the stupid speed of the game, and then also they can advertise on it. Well, forget about the
0: advertising thing. The I reason can't why forget I love about the it. advertising card. <laughs> <part of it. laughs> the reason why I love it <laughs> is because of Major League. When I was a kid, I watched Major League, and there's the scene where he drives to her house in the bullpen card. Yeah, and so I when mean, i was a, great a kid scene, but don't
3: pick, but just watch the
0: movie <laughs> don't bring it back to my game but just when i was a kid i was it's like terrible. oh my god you can drive those on the road <laughs> i want that i wanted that to be my car oh my god <laughs> i just it's... can the bullpen pitchers
2: not use it if they don't yeah, want they can to run
1: by it if next to it if, and a lot of them used to do that yeah <laughs> it seems to me like from a pitching perspective <clears throat> that that uh that run is a big part of your prep. yeah it kind I kind to get you into it so. yeah, yeah. The game And be right? silly heart rate to be in that to a yeah. level and then get to the mountain and stuff it's like I didn't realize they were doing the it
0: every game I thought they were doing it as like a fun little no, every once it. in a while so they're doing it that's and ridiculous Cleveland started
1: it and the first ones they called there's the little red wagon <laughs> And then it's, it's all New terrible. York, not to be outdone, what's his name? The, the big like Steinbrenner. No, no, before that, like predating my. The, the name is escaping me now. Like Ken Burns, baseball level dude. I can't remember oh, okay. his name. Everybody's screaming yeah. at their earbuds right now that I can't remember. <laughs> but he, not to be outdone, he rented a hearse when they were first <laughs> doing this and used a hearse. Because he was like Cleveland listen, ain't gonna show me up. There is, wow.
0: I don't care. There is a part of uh, that's why I love minor league baseball so much. That oh, yeah. I do like some of the silly uh, silliness. I totally, do like really. you're right, if as long as. Put it, slap me! Advertising on the side of I mean, it is got annoying and frustrating. Running
1: hot dogs, they have like that Iceman. There's oh, a lot the of Frozone silly. Oh, sh- whatever, yeah, whatever his, his name is. His name what is, is yeah. that? What you know,
0: Frozone, the guy in Atlanta who in Atlanta runs the. Oh. You have who, to run
1: against oh, him. You run yeah.
0: against him, and they stupidly got him beat like way too soon. Where like he, it, yeah, it was, he lets
1: you beat him, and then you think, oh my god, I beat this guy, and then he goes like, Bang, and because you trip on the outfield. <laughs> it was that one <laughs> so guy never run, ran <laughs> in a baseball field. That before. one guy,
0: Keith Hernandez, and then calling it just, just I mean. Oh, that was amazing. <gasps> oh, uh, I was at the All-Star game last year in Miami. And, oh, my God. And, did
1: you get to see Pitbull? Uh <laughs> I loved that Pipple performance because he it, he made my life but because he wore like I believe a woman a women's jersey <laughs> and what that gave the effect of because the 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 logos on quote women's stuff is always like smaller yeah so that's not like oh you know wrapping around your boobs or something I don't know why they design them that way they just do and so when Pipple wore it the logo was so tiny that he looked like a claw machine version toy of himself. <laughs> And just like, Made me very happy When he was saying that And wearing it That's And awesome. also people If you're listening Sometimes you gotta size up If you're gonna wear Like the The, the quote Women's cut of stuff Maybe yeah. size up a little bit bro But
0: you look good I think you look alright So alright Let's move into to los angeles
1: <laughs> i feel like i cut off your whole all-star game I, I, conversation. I, it doesn't
0: matter i don't know where i was going it's, it's irrelevant uh let's let's go to la yeah. so la now you become a fan after you move here or before you move here
1: yeah i mean i well so the house of baseball that i grew up in like we didn't have this fandom that was like impermeable or anything so like people you know my grandmother was a f- uh, fans of many different players and yeah. like she loved Fernando, like loved Fernando. Loved yeah. Fernando. How could you not? So I did watch like a lot of Dodger games. I was like aware.
2: They'd be on like the weekends or like yeah, national or teams Atlanta or football or like, the, the the yeah. Dodgers, yeah. She'd
1: like be stoked to watch Fernando pitch or something. And I, I do remember cause the, the West coast games would be on, I'd like come down after bed or something, you know, would you hear Vince Scully? You, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah presumably. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I was like not a Dodger fan by any means because I didn't, it just wasn't around, but um, liked the team and stuff. And then I was wanting to get back into baseball, and some friends took me to a game because they were like, it's a really great place to catch a game. And like, honestly, going to the first game there, I was like, oh my god, this is beautiful, this is a beautiful place. And then I learned about the history of that neighborhood, and I was like, well, it's not a beautiful, <laughs> fully beautiful place. Um, and so, you know, I just try to keep aware of that and remember that, and keep that in my mind every time that I'm in that space of the history of it. And yeah. it's like every place is like that. But, um so, you know, I, I was going to Dodger games occasionally, you know, a couple of four games a season or something like that. And went. that was 2013 and then just like sort of building, going to more games were having, you
2: developing fans? Are, are you? Do you get do you? Are you someone who becomes a fan of particular players? Yes. Also, I mean, yeah. I
1: think that's how I always like kind of get into a team. And like to be totally honest, when I got back into baseball, which was 2013, 2014, it was kind of because my grandmother was dying, oh, wow. and I felt watching baseball was like I was hanging out with her again. Yeah, you know, sure. like that experience of baseball was really making me feel comfortable and good. And like I watched. This is why it's hard for me to just walk away from Cleveland is that I watched Cleveland baseball games while my grandmother was physically dying. Like yeah, I watched that team play baseball. I watched Lonnie Chisenhall back in the Lonnie Chisenhall third base <laughs> mustache days striking out up there. Like I watched those games while she was in hospice, you know. So like it's Yeah. I don't give a shit about the logo. It's just a team that was part of my life. Like I don't the logo does not remind me of my childhood, but the team Absolutely. Yeah, of course. does. Of course. And so, but the 2015 Cubs, I was like, I like these guys. Yeah. Like, I liked Chris Bryant. I liked Anthony Rizzo. I was like, yeah. this is a great, fun team to watch. Yeah. And like I said at the beginning of the conversation, you get into two teams, you get your heart broken. Yeah. So, <laughs> my heart was broken in 2016 because I was like actually rooting for the Cubs in 2016. And then October came around and I was like, what have I done?
3: Yeah. What have I done to myself? Yeah.
1: So, anyway. I do get into players, and the Dodgers always seem so close to having that feeling that I'm describing. Like, I like the way these guys play together. I like the heart that they have. I like the way they get on the field together. They were always just so close. And then last year, they found that thing. Yeah. Like, whatever it is. Adrian Gonzalez going on the DL and everybody getting to step up and be the stars that they were always supposed to be like Turner and Seager and uh Bellinger getting at first base and like just playing really well and everybody going like oh we can just play well yeah. we can just have fun out here and play well and hit the ball <laughs> and then uh like Chris Taylor just being like this Crazy sleeper story of like just adjusting his mechanics and becoming a a slugger of Dave Roberts. Yeah, I was until the World Series. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you ask Enrique Hernandez to bunt in the fifth inning when you're like a run down. That was a curious third, and he just hit four home runs in the NLCS against the Chicago Cubs. That was I I definitely question that decision. Sure.
0: Anyway. <laughs> so uh, at this point now, you said you're married, correct? Yes. So does your wife uh, enjoy baseball as well?
1: She is from Chicago. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to the World Series together. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> and she had, uh, like, actually, so we had a TV show together. We have a TV show together called Take My Wife. that was on a streaming platform called CISO. My wife is also named Cameron Esposito, by the way. Yep. I should mention her name. Um, and so she never was, like, a huge Cubs fan. But her family was. They're like a Cubs family, um, which is a very specific thing, I think, to Cubs fandom. And maybe other I, teams, but very specifically Cubs. Like you're just like Cubs family. Whether you go to the games or not. You're just like, I'm a Cubs family, <laughs> man. This is what it means. And uh so that's like what what that was. And CISO like basically sent us to the first got us two tickets to the game and sent us like world series jerseys oh with course. our names on the back. And cool. I was like, this is great. I'm never going to wear this, yeah. but uh, I'm so grateful for this gift. And so she like went in like a, you know, Cubs jersey and I had the block C and so I, I wore a lot of Cav stuff. I tried to like support sure. Cleveland by wearing Cavs stuff um, instead of having the other stuff on my body. But usually it would just say Cleveland baseball or something. Sure. Like that. Sure. Not, sure. No, no logos or whatever. Sure. But yeah, so that was interesting. I was definitely mad for a long time. <laughs> well, you know,
0: one of the cool things that I, that I've seen come out of that series is I don't know if you saw uh, Rajai Davis. You know, oh, with yeah. his wonderful home run there. I saw an interview. I lost my <laughs> voice when he hit that home run. Well, I saw an interview yeah. <laughs> was, with him.
1: That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. That was off of Chapman, I know. I know, right? It was off of off Chapman. Of Chapman, thirty-five-year-old Rajai Davis. Yeah. hits a frozen rope to left field. It was At, insane, and that was after the. The,
2: and there was a full count. and rain, like, he had, after the rain delay. It was after the rain delay. And it was full count. It was
0: like he had been fouling yeah. off pitches
2: yeah. against
1: And he was just Raleigh. like thunk, like through yeah. it. It was like a Tyler yeah. Naquin home run. It was crazy. <laughs> but what, what I loved about that
0: after that is I saw an interview with him where he talked about how he has gone back and watched that home run mm-hmm. something like a hundred times. Sure. And it makes me – but it may, that, that kind of fills my heart with joy that this guy who – look, they lost. I, you, you imagine – but the Tigers, 06 in 2012, ripped my heart out. It's terrible. I can't go back and watch those games because it course. makes me feel too bad. But for those guys who actually played it, to be able to take some pride, to oh, take totally. some, that, that's a really, that's a moment that he will never top for the rest of his life. Yeah. Like that was, he hit a, you know, was it a, a Game tying or go ahead? uh, Tying, tying, tying. tying, It was a tying game. Tying. So game tying home run in game seven of the World Series.
1: Oh, it was game tying home run? (laughs) He didn't go ahead. No, 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 no. They they didn't leave. They didn't leave. So uh, at this point, that was an
2: incredible game. I mean, it
1: was was an incredible incredible game. game. Absolutely. I mean, an incredible series. To be totally honest, nobody talks about the fact that Cleveland had like going back from Chicago to Cleveland. Their flight was delayed by like five or six hours going into game six yeah and a lot of them got sick so nobody talks about that fact
0: because nobody talked about cleveland sick yeah. from what what do you mean sick They're from
1: like a clubhouse you know like uh
0: oh two, like i think Lonnie chisholm
1: hall and um
0: <laughs> there is his again. Name? mike
1: napoli both got like a stomach flu oh. from the hotel or something weird like thoughts that. on so, tito um i i like tito yeah i think you know he made some weird decisions last season after they won 22 in a row to then go into the NLDS. I think he got a little cocky with his lineups. That was the worst thing that ever happened to he switched out guys. Eric Gonzalez for Yandi Diaz, and Yandi Diaz was playing third the whole time that got us there, or that got the team there 22 games in a row with Yandi Diaz at third, and then all of a sudden you're in the, uh, the
3: playoffs,
1: yeah. and you get rid of the dude, and Eric Gonzalez thro- throws over... Uh, and Carnacion's head twice, or Santana's head twice in one game. I have no
0: stats to back this up at all. And once again, Sabermetrics kids absolutely hate me and think that I'm an idiot, and that's fine. But when they won... Can you
1: Sabermetrics that uh, Rajay Davis home run? No, Absolutely not. There's not a single statistic that would have proved that that would have happened at that moment. But during
0: that 22-game run. (laughs) Not at all. I remember talking to ballplayer friends of mine. And saying this is the worst thing that could happen to these guys right now at this time. Oh, they oh yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Like every,
1: had, every, yeah, absolutely. This
0: is they, sh- they they need to lose now. They oh, need yeah. to stop this 22 was it like it was like August or something like that or something. Yeah. It was way too late in the season to be having this absolutely. super, super intense moment. Because like,
1: it was grinding on pitchers. Yes, exactly. It was grinding on the mentality you guys of like are we having gotta a pl- win this yes. for everybody.
0: No, you don't. You're you're playing the playoffs a month and a half early. But you know in the what, playoffs. to
1: be totally honest? That was our World Series. Sure. Mm. (laughs) And it was incredible. That was 2016,
0: as much as you could do. That 22nd game where you came back and all that stuff. Like, it was. Oh, yeah. In the moment, of course, it's like, this is incredible, but y'all ain't going to win nothing this year.
1: Like, this is not good. This year or last year? Well, last year, year. I meant. Last year, like, after. I mean, I don't think we're going to win this year We'll win the division easily because there is no competition in the division. (laughs) The twins. The twins are going to be. I'm worried about the rotation. I'm worried about Corey Kluber's back. Interesting. That is what I'm worried about as a Cleveland. Well, I don't know thing. what
0: this is probably not going to go out for for a couple months here. So by the time this comes out, we'll see yeah, uh, uh, where yeah. Cleveland is is in the standing. I've, I've seen Corey
2: Kluber pitch live. I saw him at a game mm-hmm. at Wrigley a couple years ago. Um, what, so it was like right before the Cleveland kind of turned the corner, but oh, yeah. he was great. Absolutely. Like he, had, I, th- yeah. I can't remember if it was the season he won the Cy Young or the season after he won the mm-hmm. Cy Young, but it was a pitcher's duel between him and Kyle Hendricks. Oh yeah. And um, the Indians went ahead, won nothing, like in the eighth or ninth inning, mm-hmm. and then Chris Bryant hit a walk off home run. But <laughs> right. but Corey Kluber was pitching; he was it was oh, incredible yeah. to watch him. I
1: mean, he's an incredible pitcher. Yeah,
2: it was really. But
1: b- he is plagued with like back issues. Yeah. So right and now, I have an insider uh, thing on that, but I'll I'll mention it off the oh, podcast.
0: Of <laughs> all right. Uh, so so right now, you would consider yourself a Cleveland baseball fan, a Dodger fan. I don't know
1: anymore,
0: man. You don't know. You're just a (laughs) baseball fan. Yeah, I
1: kind of you know a baseball fan. I'll say
0: this. So he alluded to it Mm -hmm. earlier. So in 2013, I drove 17,000 miles in 95 days to go to a ball game at all 30 parks, and I started that game. Congratulations! Thank you. And then you know, a couple years later, uh, Anthony and I drove around the country doing the same tour again. Well, I I mean, I had already seen like I don't know. We did 17 together. So he'd done 13 already, and we did 17 uh, a a couple in like 2015-ish, but clearly you can see i'm a crazy tigers of fan course, obviously yeah. and i'll be a tiger's I love fan the Sox. <laughs> exactly i'll be a tiger's <laughs> fan until the day i die but i start I, I like to say that i started that tour as a tiger's fan and i mm-hmm. ended it as a baseball fan because yeah. i genuinely do feel a connection to all 30 parks now every time i watch totally on tv it feels like a second home because that's how you become a fan as i a right. bit earlier is going and seeing it live and mm-hmm. really experiencing that fandom on my 30 stadium tour, I wore my Tigers gear in every ballpark. Mm -hmm. Cleveland was the only one where people started rabble rousing me a little bit and started, which I expected. (laughs) No, I expected and I was
1: happy to have. Absolutely. I mean, I went to a Cleveland game too. It was Houston actually and I, uh, this was 2015 and I was sitting, or no, I went to a Twins Cleveland game and these dudes were just screaming. They were like, you suck and i was like oh man i forgot what cleveland was like yeah. because this is a very and there's a lot of places that have fandom like that but that's what they they like to on the other team more than they like to cheer for their own team 100 yes fandom every team has that yeah but i feel like cleveland tips more towards like i'm gonna on them because like i can't stand them I'm like oh great we hit a home run whatever i hate them that's funny.
2: <laughs> the, the one game that i've been to a progressive it was a rangers indians game and the and the final score was like 14 oh i remember 13 that or, yeah oh, we it had it was just like crazy it was, it was, great. was like one yeah. of those like slug like everybody was just games. like hitting yeah.
0: balls off the wall like yeah. you know so have you was... been to the jake uh, progressive field recently
1: um the last time i was there for was for that was for world series, the world series yeah.
0: not since then i really i will say they've done i really like what they've done with that ballpark oh yeah now. it's always and been a beautiful stadium yeah and i like I, I went Park when it was jacobs
1: field right i watched sandy uh Sandy Alomar Jr. had a walk-off home run against the Tigers. Oh, and it was one of the top 10 walk-off wins that they put on their like VHS that they put out that year because we didn't win the World Series. <laughs> I <didn't say> it. <laughs> and it was uh, aptly titled Wahoo What a Finish. Because oh. uh, that season like Cleveland would just walk off all the time. It was yeah. really super exciting and stuff. Um, side note, that just reminded me. I went to see Cleveland last season in Anaheim because uh, they had just finished that streak and I was like, still upset with that team with the logo and everything but i was like i gotta go see this team that won 22 games like i gotta go see these guys so i went down there and there were a bunch of cleveland fans on the first base side all sitting around me and i actually took my friend paul f Tompkins, who's a phillies fan who i've talked to about this stuff you know we've talked about this and the issue of it and stuff and we got there and he was like rhea this is terrible <laughs> because like, oh, we were, oh, like in no. headdresses and the oh, gloves, like, everywhere and stuff and he was like this is bad and i was like oh. i know i know yeah. but sandy alomar jr is the first base coach of cleveland yeah. now yeah and so there's this guy behind me you know everybody's talking in this northeastern ohio accent and i'm just like i'm back home and this guy turns to his daughter and is like see that a sandy alomar jr he was the catcher of the team that also went to the World Series. <laughs> oh, man. It's <laughs> uh, like we just never, we've went, we've gone, yeah. we've danced.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, well, I feel the pain. Sure. I promise you it'll I, turn around. No, it'll I happen. understand. It'll happen. It's
1: slightly different kinds of pain, you know? There's a, I think there's a uniqueness to going a bunch and not being able to do it. Yeah. I've watched a team that I love lose the World Series four times in my lifetime. Yeah. which is crazy. That's a lot of times. Not to say, I mean, but then no, there is, is. That outweighed by 108 years. Like I feel like they're pretty even, <laughs> you know. In well, terms not of,
2: only 108 years, but a 60. what 60? Uh, how since many 45 years? 45. Since was... 40, it was 45. So right. 62, 61 years since having been even going. Yeah. Or 71. Sorry. 71. Yeah. And then and then in the meantime until. Uh, 2015 had never won a postseason series (laughs) since 1908.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: that's the other. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 2003, rather. Between 2003 and between uh, 1908 and 2003, had never won a postseason series, and then went to the postseason a couple more times between. 03 and 15, but lost in the first round both times since then. So it had
0: been
1: like a a lot
2: lot of like (laughs) yo-yo,
0: you know.
1: (laughs) And that's generations of people not getting to see something. Yes. Yes. It's it's, it's specific.
0: It is brutal. I mean, I was one the last time the Tigers won the World Series. So I obviously have no recollection of that whatsoever. and I've now seen my team twice lose the World Series and it is i I am very proud of a pennant and I think pennants are wonderful, amazing totally. things. but yeah, I mean you just
1: you're <laughs> I, just, I, when <laughs> I went to those games I was leaving game two and I was like, I don't know. I don't I mean I never thought we were going to I I definitely was like we've got a great team. I think we have the potential as a baseball watcher to win this World Series. Yeah. Absolutely. They're underestimating this team. Everyone's underestimating them. Cubs think they can just walk in and take it. That's the worst mentality to go into a series. You will definitely get beat if you think you don't have to play as hard as you need to play. And I was like those are the reasons we might win. But after game 2, I I have a memory of walking out and there's a big, it's not a banner, it's just like a, you know, mural that is them like on Oral Hersheiser in 1997 and it says 1997 AL Champions and I was like I think we're just going to have another one of those. (laughs) And then after we lost I posted it and said... (laughs) another one of these yeah. and that was like because yeah. yeah you're like stoked it's the pennant but the pennant just is fun when you win it
2: yeah but it's, then
1: when that's all that you win right it's well it's like, like the
0: Bills back in the early 90s It's what was a four in a row that yeah. they went to the Super Bowl and ended up losing four in a row like that's just it's a certain yeah, yeah they, these guys went to the Super Bowl four years in a row and oh. lost every oh. single year our oh. friend David Niles is a big Buffalo Bills yeah. fan and his house is just covered in Bills memorabilia from the early 90s and it's the saddest yeah. thing
1: ever see yeah as a person who grew up around the browns like yeah, oh, yeah. I, get it. I understand I look, it's sad Cardiac lions fan baby lions yeah, fan yeah. It's, it's.
0: <laughs> um so we're gonna have to wrap it up pretty soon sure. here unfortunately i really feel like we could talk i mean i could talk for, for another hour i know you could ridiculous another eight innings if you want,
1: ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'll, I'll, if you want to i would really <laughs>
0: enjoy that uh but uh what how we normally well before we do that do you have anything else you would like to ask our, our wonderful guest uh I have a,
2: we have a mutual friend who's a huge Dodgers fan mm-hmm. and um he talks a McKenzie? lot about yeah, Mac, yeah.
0: Mackenzie Aston, former yeah. guest on the podcast.
2: Mm-hmm. But he one of the reasons I asked you about like if you if there are certain players you also get drawn to is that mm-hmm. like that's part of what I experience of him talking when he talks about the Dodgers. Yes, it's the oh, Dodgers, yeah. but it's also very specific players. Mm-hmm. Are the who who on the Dodgers
1: I, I am a are like, you
2: drawn I, to the most?
1: I am a ridiculously huge Chris Taylor fan. Mm-hmm. Which He probably disagrees with me on a lot of things, which is one of those fandoms where you're like, please. Be, just be quiet. Don't <laughs> yeah. say anything outside of the game. Um, but I just like the I like the way that dude plays and yeah. like just getting shifted into the outfield after being a shortstop is like that's a pretty big task yeah. and yeah. like being able to do that was just like watching that over a season and uh, the type of leadoff hitter like he became pretty quickly. I also really loved Andrew Tolles, who he replaced essentially yeah. when he got hurt. Um, and then I'm also a big Kike Hernandez fan because uh-huh. yeah. that guy just like. Seems to really love life. Yeah, and he wore like Lululemon tight ass, uh, baseball pants to LGBT night at Dodger Stadium, and I was like, I like that guy. He knows what he's doing. He knows who's here, and he's like, check it out. Sure, my (laughs) absolute
0: favorite Kike anecdote is that I can't remember who they were playing. They were playing some I don't know whoever they're playing. He had a three strikeout game, Mm -hmm. and the other team's beat writer, I did not think this tweet through oh
1: boy, yeah.
3: but
0: the tweet was kkk kike without the accent without the accent <laughs> so yeah. say that at home listeners and it is a combination write it down, of write of it
1: down like you're in a christmas story <laughs> and we just gave you the secret the poor, code the yes. poor guy don't say it out loud if there are people around you <laughs> just
0: got hammered and it was like oh buddy yeah dude Clearly I mean, didn't mean anything by it but it's like oh
1: my mm. an episode of my podcast i was talking too because cameron and i both really love kike and like that was just the poll quote that my producer used is like cameron and ria discussed their love of kike and so podcast listeners you see the title before you hear the words and people are like uh this is a typo right Like people were very friendly about it and i responded and said like no we're gonna adjust it to enrique for the thing but
3: that's we funny. actually
1: discussed this very thing happening in yes. the episode because when we first started watching, we were like, wait, what? What, yes. what is this? Yes. So he's only seeing his name. And then I heard people saying it. And I was like, oh, got it. Okay. Yes. Whew, whoa. <laughs> like, This is very brash to just yes. put this on a scoreboard. Just like, everybody's fine with this? Everyone's <laughs> fine with this. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, I, one other. I have one other dodger yes, fan question. Please. Would you, if given the choice, trim Justin Turner's beard?
1: <laughs> uh... I would and I would trim it into a slightly different shape yeah. because he doesn't have the taper. Yeah. He does like a blunt Justin yeah. Turner beard and I prefer the taper, yeah. you know, but also I really, you just I really admire shorter, him
2: right? a lot. I yeah, just want it, I like and, you him know, a lot too. I want him to trim the beard. You That's want all. It,
1: like much more face like yeah. less Santa like
2: It's just, less Elvin. It's just problematic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know
0: how understand? these guys do it. I mean with that much hair I mean, it and this
1: really heat. seems really hot but exactly. I also wonder is it like sun protection?
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah. There are some very, very white people. There's a weird beard
2: mustache thing that's come back to baseball, too, that's a whole other oh, yeah. matter. In, in and Everybody's but... going
1: to get like a Chris Evans mustache, I feel like. People are going to start wearing that because he's wearing that. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah. just for a role.
2: Which, which <laughs> does, I feel, sort of segue us into the 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 last question. Well, <laughs> I mean, no, it absolutely no, does no. not.
0: But uh, So the the last question that we always end each podcast with is basically – uh, if you could kind of come up with the one baseball memory that you have mm. that kind of defines that quintessential baseball moment that defines why you're a baseball fan. <laughs> doesn't have to be a game or whatever. It's just that memory that you think, if you had to explained to someone, this is why I love the game, what would that memory be?
1: Oh, man. I mean, there's so many of just like watching games and stuff, but I actually think the because I was just talking about it, the one that comes to mind the most is watching Sandy Alomar hit that home run mm. because I was a kid, and my dad took me. My dad didn't really care about baseball like at all. He just was taking me. And so I remember it was the bottom of the ninth and he was like, come on, let's go. And I was like, no. And I never told my dad, no. Like I never to- I always just went along with what he wanted me to do because I, you know, I was like divorced kid, like bouncing back and forth and stuff. So I never wanted to rock the boat, but it was like the one time because I was like, this is important. Something is going to happen. And like, that is like a moment of understanding where you're at, the thing that you love and being like, this is important to me. And so like, that's a very early baseball memory of like, no, I love this and I'm not going to leave right now because it's more important than like not hitting traffic. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's going to take like 20 minutes to leave. Right. Like it doesn't take that long to leave Cleveland.
0: That's beautiful. We love that. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This was uh, so great. So uh, this I is have unf- to have
1: you all on my podcast whenever it works out. Yeah, for you're sure. all over
2: yes, the yeah. place.
0: But. Well, uh, so like I said, this is unfortunately so. Basically, for our, our listeners out there, this is probably going to be towards the end of our season. Actually, now mm. that I think about it, because superstar over here went and got himself booked on a uh, fancy TV show, uh, and so they
1: congratulations. They thank
0: you. they go ahead and. Uh, Their their shooting schedule is a convenient April to October. Of course. That's always lovely. That's always nice. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I understand. I was like, I'm going to book a spring tour so I can go to a bunch of baseball games. And I'm flying on opening day, so I'm not going to even get to watch uh, any baseball games. I have a baseball podcast. I'm not even watching opening day. (laughs) I also was like traveling during the entire World Series last year. So I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) I need to look at a calendar. Yes. (laughs) But
0: so, uh, so this isn't going to come out for for a little bit. It's so cool. as far as the plug, you got the Three Swings podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can buy Take My Wife on iTunes. Uh, seasons one and two are on iTunes. I think by the time this is coming out, it'll be in the the UK and Australia, cool. and it will be streaming on the Stars app. By nice. Now. So cool. you can check that show. Congratulations. Out. And I yeah. feel very ashamed. I did not
0: realize you were married to the wonderful Carmen Esposito. I think she's a uh, Cameron It sorry. happens
1: all, literally, happens all the time. Well,
0: because I'm actually a fan of hers. I've seen her, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, her Craig Ferguson set that she oh, did yeah, years wonderful. ago was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so she is fantastic. So definitely check out that show. You are, what well, your Twitter handle is? Oh,
1: yeah. At Rhea Butcher, R-A-G-A-B-U-T-C-H-E-R.
0: That's really original.
1: Thanks. What is Anthony? yours? You're
0: welcome. You clever, that albino kid. <laughs> at albino kid for Mr. <laughs> Mr. Anthony Rapp I'm at rounding third MJ uh, also uh, at clubhouse pod for us here at uh, the show thank you so much Ria yeah thanks for your having fans, me your fans I'm telling you your fans have been tweeting yeah, us since, they were since like, the beginning they were like right on we put out a word like who should we have on our <laughs> podcast so they're like Ria yes, <laughs> seriously so, awesome. so we finally thanks, got fans. you on yeah uh, Mr. Rapp thank you so much as always thank you Mr. Jane Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next time here in the Clubhouse. We love hearing your baseball stories, so please keep them coming. You can email us at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com. And as always, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes if you'd be so kind. The Clubhouse Podcast is magnificently produced by Zach McNeese. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week.